You might think I'm crazy The way I've been craving If I put it quite plainly Just give me them babies So what you doing tonight? Better stay doing you right Watching movies but we Hello and welcome to TPH's podcast. I'm Eve. I'm Darcy. And I'm Rhea and this is episode two of series two. Wow. Look at us. <laughs> So this week we wanted to kind of bring in the topic of misogyny and in particular we wanted to look at the recent kind of scandal with Zoella who was a particularly like influential YouTuber for our generation. Um, mm-hmm. What Basically what happened was she's been dropped from the GCSE syllabus for promoting sex toys, specifically for women. Um, and I found an article... Um, by the independent newspaper and its title is dropping Zoella for talking about sex toys pushes the idea that female pleasure is shameful um and I think that it's a really important topic to be talking about don't you ladies I do strongly agree strongly agree so I think we're going to format this episode a little bit differently so we've got this article and we're going to kind of run through it and kind of discuss talk about our opinions how we feel misogyny in the media in general and just have a bit of a natter, you know, a bit of a chat. Dive yeah. into it. Yeah. So this particular article is by Alice Broster. So shout out to you, hun. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> so what the article says is... I probably don't need to tell you that sex education in the UK is far from adequate. You're likely to have your own experiences. However, some toxic attitudes towards sexuality um, perpetuated in schools have hit the headlines again after it was announced that Zoella would be removed from the AQA GCSE media studies course. So I think what's happened is she was on the syllabus for her Zoella brand for the website, yeah. I think. So she used to obviously yeah. be like a YouTuber and as she's got older I think she's kind of developed into more of a, a Zoella is a brand like she's not mm. Zoella anymore Zoella's a brand and it's a website and they have blogs and they have like special guests and they write articles on things that they want to promote blah 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 and they wrote one about mm-hmm. sex toys and this is the one mm. that's got it's just got a bit of a backlash because the, what the article was saying was it was just a way to and there's a quote that says spice up your life so I assume that came from the original post yeah yeah um but she's been removed for basically talking about female pleasure which is yeah is I, what this girl's talking about is which is being the issue um the article got retweeted onto my twitter which I don't normally see because I haven't followed Zoe in a really long time um and I read the article and it was really well put together yeah. And like she was, all she was doing was um, recommending and reviewing different sex toys. Because isn't that the and, point like, of the Instagram, the website? It's made by women for women, yeah, discussing yeah. women things. Because there's a whole team. Like mm-hmm. it's not even yeah. anymore. There's loads of them, and they all review things. Like they review shoes, and they talk about the dresses yeah. they want to buy. Like why is it any different? What it says here was that AQA said that Zoella was added to the syllabus. Um, as her content was appropriate for teaching, but some of her recent content is was aimed specifically at adult audiences and therefore, in quotations, isn't suitable for GCSE students. What I the most interesting thing There's... about this is that 
uh, Zoe put on her Instagram caption in her response to this was she didn't even know she was on the syllabus. I know. Which is no, she didn't know she was I've got it. the I've, I've got the caption if you would like me yeah, to, to read it. So she made a post after she was dropped um, and she said, well, where do I even start? Today has been interesting to say the least. I firstly just want to say to be completely clued up, I'll head to my stories. But in a nutshell, I d- discovered that a GCSE syllabus were using the Atzoella website as part of their curriculum. I was then told it had been dropped. Not sure how one is dropped when one didn't know they were ever involved. As some parents complained, as we had posted an article listing the best sex toys for 2021. And apparently this is absolutely disgusting that 16 year olds should even be graced with such horror. Um, at Zoella, we are a team of women who all share a joint passion for other women and subjects relating to this. We want to talk about taboo subjects, have conversations with experts, ask those less heard to use their voice and try and have a really varied range of topics to help inspire and make people feel less alone. Things I wish I'd known as a teen myself. Our main demographic is women aged 25 to 35, which obviously that's what the mm. article was aimed at, but doesn't mean that it can't mm. be spoken about with younger people. Young people. Yeah. Yeah, and naturally, um, as I've got older, my audience has grown up too. And the things I want to share or shine a light on have naturally aged up to suit my lifestyle alongside the rest of the team. Um, although AQA are very, very clearly didn't research the website. Um, basically, she just goes on to say, like, we've written about, um, where was it? They've written about, like, sex toys, masturbation, like, um, all sorts of, like, different things that are probably, like, a taboo mm-hmm. subject or whatever. Um which had been there the whole time she was on the syllabus. Mm. Um, and then as soon as that article got like a bit of attention, know, the word is not clear. Yeah, you know attention. I mean? attention. There we go. Um, people were like, oh no, you can't talk about that. Mm. Um, even though all that stuff was there. So they've not, they've they not didn't look it up. It up. Anyway. And I think, but that's, no. the, that's the thing is that like, where do you draw the line? Because if you're going to say that, then you can't really include any website because you mm-hmm. can't say that. The Guardian hasn't posted anything taboo before. You can't say that the BBC haven't said anything or posted anything taboo before. Like, if that's your stance, then where do you draw the line? Do you know what I mean? Like, is, yeah. is it just female pleasure you have an issue with? Really? Mm-hmm. Like, I also, I doubt very much that, that like, teachers are looking specifically at those articles <laughs> to discuss no. with their students if they are that's that is all that's wildly inappropriate that yeah. but like i think uh, i you know people can go and read that stuff i was they can lit yeah. themselves like mm. exactly but i was talking to my mum about it and we were just discussing like if, if we just thought it would be interesting to know if it was these same parents that refuse their children to learn about sex education as in, in the syllabus. So do you know how everyone, mm-hmm. I don't know about if it was like still doing it now, but usually you will get a letter home um, for parents' mm-hmm. permission to, for the kids to take part in sex ed classes. Do you think these parents said no to that? Like That's madness though, isn't it? The fact that you even have to yeah. ask but about that. Sex education in school in general is very vague and it's not particular mm-hmm. not that I'm saying we want it to be any more graphic. Like we're not saying that. Mm-hmm. But it's like the the premise of sex education in school is a man and a woman yeah. having a baby. Nothing yeah. else really is there. It's not that it can be enjoyed. It's not any of the yeah. other things that come with it. It's purely man, woman, make child, really. Mm-hmm. And how to 
put a condom on. Yeah. And the thing is, before she was even dropped off the syllabus, people were like, oh my God, I can't believe she's written about this or all the 12 year olds that watch her. And I'm like, well, clearly you don't know a lot about her. her. I don't even think she makes those YouTube videos anymore. I don't think she does anything like that anymore. She has a brand that is made for adult women. Mm. And she's writing about stuff for adult women. If younger mm. people want to read it, that's fine because none of it's that. But like, yeah. And you know what I think is interesting is that I find like I was watching Zoella when I was probably twelve, yeah. thirteen. Like my most yeah. of my teens, my early teens, anyway. And I think the majority of her audience have followed her journey, and I haven't really mm-hmm. seen her like create a new audience it's kind of the established audience that she's always had so we're all older we're all like women we're men like we're grown adults Mm -hmm. so this is stuff that she's happy to talk about because it's appropriate for our age demographic if you if like these if this syllabus isn't going to do its research i don't know why she needs to be criticized for it she stated on her um response on her instagram stories from her stats and everything her demographic is 25 to 30 which yeah. is and that article is mm-hmm. definitely appropriate for women aged 25 to 30 it's appropriate yeah. for 16 year olds there's nothing in it that's graphic or like no it's ridiculous it's like horrific ridiculous. like like yeah. she said she was like um i'm sure she said something like i think it's naive for them to think 16 year olds aren't exploring things like this yeah which i agree with it's better that they have somebody who's telling them about these things that they that's accessible and like that they can learn more rather than putting themselves at risk by probably doing things that aren't safe or you Mm. know finding things out like in in a in a more like difficult way i think having those facilities and that information available to them and knowing where it is is so especially because i think the reality is like if the information isn't given to young people in that sort of environment where it's safe and it's like it's actual fact rather than it being places like where you get porn from like because we all know porn is Mm -hmm. made for men it's made for the male gaze really like it's not real it's fantasy so would you rather your children get it there like mm-hmm. where it's, it's unrealistic not. and it creates the whole like idea that really consent isn't really a thing and it's all for the male pleasure like it's low it's mm-hmm. it's just madness that these parents are so con- like they find it so gross and like yeah. so inappropriate and it's like well why is it inappropriate they're 16 like to think yeah. that they've never kissed a boy or kissed a girl and to think that they haven't had any thoughts about sexuality is just so ridiculously naive. I don't get it. I think like the legal, if the legal age of consent is going to be 16, <laughs> they need they need the tools and the, and the knowledge to when they get to 16, if that's what they want mm. to do, to, to understand what it is to do, how to do that yeah. safely. And I, I think I think there's just no sort of information out there for for young people in regards to this kind of thing because they're apparently it's inappropriate for them and they're not supposed yeah. to be learning about it i i wish i'd known about stuff mm, like that yeah. when i was young yeah. yeah do you know what i mean it's just it's crazy because what in this article it goes on to talking particularly about misogyny and how um 
it, this whole um, uproar has reinforced the idea that female masturbation is something to be ashamed of. Because it was at school. I remember having mm-hmm. conversations where, like, boys would be talking about how many times they did whatever they did on the daily. But if for a mm-hmm. girl, like, oh, no, we can't talk about that. It's absolutely disgusting. It's some, oh, God, of course we don't do it. We're girls. Like, we're, we're, not, we're not inappropriate, like, to say mm-hmm. the word slutty. Because that's what we thought it yeah. was. We thought it was only slutty girls would do that. But yeah, um, AQA's argument was like, oh, well, on our media studies course, there are children as young as 14 doing it. And I'm like, okay, but they'll be okay. 16, not that yeah. long. They'll be, yeah, they'll be 16 at some mm. point. They're still allowed to learn yeah. about it. And I think that whole stigma needs to change. It needs to shift along with everything else at the moment. Like, why are young girls being taught that it's slutty and inappropriate to do the same things the boys are? Like, Mm -hmm. it's completely normal for a guy, but it's so inappropriate and horrible for a girl to do it. It doesn't make any sense. Like, it's a double standard. But I think that's Mm -hmm. what the reality is, that there are a lot of double standards between men and women. And I think this whole like uproar has kind of highlighted yeah, that even more. Especially with like sexuality yeah. and like anything mm. like that. I just think it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think also going back to what you said before, Darcy, about like porn made for the male gaze, like that is generally the audience it's catered mm. to. But if a girl wanted to watch that, she's then reprimanded yeah. for wanting to do that because it's like, well, that's not for it's you. It's not for you. You no, should be watching you can't, that. You can't, also, that's weird yeah. that you want to do that. Do you know what I mean? And I think all of it's just, there needs to be a more open conversation mm. about, I don't, I don't even know how to, like what the word is, but like just, they need to be educated yeah. Yeah. better. If a 16-year-old. Because um, it's, it's not something you yeah. should be ashamed of. If a 16-year-old no, has seen no. that Zoella article and is shocked and horrified, then that's a problem with the sex ed you've given them. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, it's, but that's what I think is that, what weird, upsetting reality have these parents got? Like, how bad is your sex life <laughs> that you're so offended that your teenage mm. daughter might be thinking about female pleasure? Are you joking? She's like, just. Yeah. But that's the thing is that I get it more, and I've said this to my mum is that I would understand it more if she whipped out all of her favourite dildos and when this one's great this one's rubbish, don't waste your money. The reason my YouTube video was late was because I spent half the day using this one. (laughs) And for this reason, this reason, this reason, I'd get it then because that's a little bit intimate and a bit... Yeah, nothing in article was graphic, unsafe, didn't promote anything. It was factual. And what's to say that these girls are going to go, oh, because Zoe does it, I'm going to do it. It's your own choice. Like, that's the point of the website. I read I when I read it I think there was parts of it that were like if you're a beginner and you're wanting to like try you know and explore mm. new stuff and try, it was never you should get this because of this it was if you feel if like you this is right to. for you yeah it was and there was no sort of pressure to it there was nothing even though it wasn't aimed at a younger audience yeah. it's accessible to a younger audience yeah. and I think I, I think it's it's the fact that it was the parents that had the issue and not like if the, if the kids had turned around and said like or say kids like teenagers young adults mm. had turned around and said this is like um i don't feel uncomfortable like reading this and stuff i could understand it but it was complaints from parents yeah i just think it's, it's so silly we're embarrassed to teach it and teachers which 
to an extent, I understand. So bring a professional And also, in. it's media mm-hmm. studies. You're looking at the website as a whole. Yeah. Don't focus on the article. You're not, you're not yeah. looking at that article. If you don't want to look they at have the article, articles every day. That, that website publishes yeah. articles mm-hmm. most days. There's no need for you to go mm-hmm. look out the ones that are maybe a bit more embarrassing to teach. Yeah. And I think it's so naive for parents and teachers to think that teenagers aren't talking about these things because they are. Because exactly. it's the adrenaline mm-hmm. rush that they get because it's like, well, my mum and dad, this is like an adult topic, so let's talk about it. Because we can't talk about it to adults, so let's talk about yeah. it between us. That's why people talk about, like, drugs yeah. and, like, smoking. And that's why they do those things in their teens because it's, like, rebellious. Yeah. It's like our parents don't know about it, so we're going to talk about it. So it's mm-hmm. surely it's, it will be better and more helpful for teenagers to have open, safe conversations about these topics to make sure that they're safe. Like, why would you Absolutely. not want your children to be safe? Why would you not want your children to be clued up yeah. on this stuff? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense to me. Also, just just as like a final thing, like we, the three of us study media production. Mm. We yeah. all did media studies at school. Um, so when you're looking at something in media... Um, you're not necessarily reading the exact content. You're not going through. You're looking at the format of the website, the colours that are used, yeah. the way that the way that something is perhaps written. But even then, that's more English. So I don't understand how a teacher can say I'm uncomfortable teaching this content when actually you're not teaching which dildos are best. You're teaching um, how this website about the brand and the and website why it's as a the consumer. Whole. It's Mm. exactly exactly so i just think it's completely ridiculous that anybody could complain about it because that's not even what's being looked yeah, at and like when you said like it. they've written about so many more mature content before like we spoke about revenge yeah. porn fertility like things that are, you mm-hmm. would argue are like even like slightly more graphic and slightly more okay maybe a 14 year old doesn't need to know about that right mm. now but then yeah. but like What's to say that these kids aren't going to go exactly. home and look it up online anyway? It's very, like, that's it's very naive to think they don't know anything about it already or yeah. won't seek it out at some point. Not to say everyone yeah. will, but... I think it's so silly. Also, the uproar about this whole thing, the amount of, like, GCSE students that are going to know about it now and yeah. then actively go oh. and look at that article anyway. Literally. So you've made more of a thing of yeah. it. If you didn't want them to look at it, it's become more of a thing. And you know what? Good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. Because <laughs> I think way, we should like, read about it. That'll be good. Some people might <laughs> go and look at it. But it will also might create, for the younger people that are seeing this, it will create a thing of like, oh, you can't talk about that. You can't, like, it's been dropped from the syllabus. It's that bad. Mm. Like, and yeah. create a, like, it's what I mean. It's reinforcing yeah. that idea that it's not okay. And, what this article says is that Zoe isn't a sex educator, but by excluding her, schools are teaching teens that pleasure is something to be hidden, because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like pleasure isn't taught at school. Nor d- no, do I think that it should be. I don't know. Like, is that something that schools should be going into detail about? I don't know. Like, I don't know what the right answer is, and I don't think many people do. But making out like it's a forbidden, you can't touch it zone is really Mm. dangerous because it's making it's creating this idea that like sex can only be enjoyed by men Mm -hmm. and i think that's so damaging yeah i think the more open the conversation is the better surely follow us at tbh the podcast on twitter and at tbh.thepodcast on instagram so just to follow on from that um topic we kind of wanted to talk about sex ed and how 
it's, it's just a bit lacking in mm-hmm. our experience. Oh, yeah. Um, so to start off with, what were your experiences with sex ed at school? I think for me personally, mine wasn't the best at school, but it was the education system's fault because I did move schools in year halfway through year eight. So it could have meant that I missed it from both ends, if that makes sense. So they might have been doing it at the end of year eight and I had moved just before it was happening. And when I joined the other school, they might have already done it. I don't know. But I don't remember doing it at high school at all, really. Like, I don't remember having a sit-down conversation. Like, I do remember, like, in some science classes, kind of learning about birth but it wasn't like sex education. It was no, just like, it's like reproduction. It was the reproductive system. Like it wasn't, we were learning about sex education. Other than that, I remember having one um, session in year six and we were taken up to a room. And the only thing I remember actually taking from it was that discharge is normal. And it's very, it's, it happens to everyone. That's the only thing I remember. But I do vividly remember being sat there. And as soon as she said it, I was like, thank God. (laughs) I was like, I'm normal. (laughs) But that's so good because that was not touched on at all. Yeah, but that's the only thing I remember. That doesn't mean not any other stuff was discussed, but that's the only thing that I remember taking from it. Yeah, Yeah, I think you say, you know how obviously you said you changed schools, so Mm. you might have missed it. Even then, you changed year nine. I think you that's that surely those are the years you should be learning about it. I thought I would have been learning about it in year 10ish yeah. kind of because that's the t- sort of time where you kind of yeah you're like getting into relationships. Like, yeah. And, mm. Yeah, no. I don't remember. No, we didn't have a single one. That's mad. Yeah. What about you Eve? We didn't have anything in primary school. Not a single thing. Mm. It wasn't mentioned, wasn't brought up. Reproductive nothing, baby like literally nothing. Mm-hmm. And then high school I think it was in, I think we maybe had like one lesson about in like year eight. And then like in year nine, we did, like you said, like biology, like the reproductive system. And it was like Mm. the drawings of the ovaries. and Yeah. yeah. But like nothing about actually how that happened, why that happens. Just this this is the science. Mm. And then in year 10, we had like three lessons. Um, One was uh, his really gross pictures of really like severe STDs. Yeah, um, just to like terrify you, yeah. like really intense, like really graphic, like worst case scenario post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awful. And like all the really like extreme STDs, like hate, like not that HIV is extreme, but like all the ones that are the scariest. They're the ones yeah. that we focused on, which I kind of understand, but also that's just scaremongering. It was yeah. It was. Um, don't so, have sex. Yeah, it was literally. If, don't do it to sin. Do it. This is what could happen unless mm. you are extremely safe all the time. Yeah, mm. only have sex with one person. Yeah, mm. after marriage. Yeah. Oh, all male and female as well. Absolutely oh yeah. Nothing about same-sex relationships. Obviously not. No. And then the second lesson was, uh, here's some plastic penises put a condom on them nice that is so wild because i did not do <laughs> yeah, that, that i remember people talking about it but there was no I was context like, i have never done that. there was no context to it like this is why you need to, it was just kind of like this is how you do it this is do what it. you've got to do yeah, yeah. what is so, so weird it, we did it in our forms she did it and then she all went okay do it 
But yeah. we were even like, there was only enough for like one between two. So you had to like do it with the person next to you. Yeah, genuinely. I think I remember. That's so funny. <laughs> we had like, I think we had one lesson in primary school. I think I might have been in year four. Um, and that would have been like about something i also remember they made us um we were like all in assembly like the whole year group in like year eight were in assembly and they made all the boys leave and we were all just sat there like oh god what are they going to talk to us about and it was literally about periods and how periods work and like his his like they gave us like free pads and tampons and i was like oh sick but like um but i remember sitting there and just being like really confused as to why all the boys had to leave I didn't yeah, understand why they, they, they should like I know now like I've got a lot of um I, I live with with six boys um and boys. it's shocking how little they know about oh, yeah. about periods <sighs> and like talking about that mm. my brother genuinely thought that that, that pads were stuck on your vagina I yeah that. yeah yeah, yeah. I think that no, no, I've, I was like, I've got friends what, that thought that. Why did his brain go that way? <laughs> why did he not think it would be attached to the mm-hmm. pants? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The thing that is often there mm. when you wear clothes. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, he genuinely That's, thought it's that weird, isn't it? it was it was just stuck on your vagina. <laughs> like, For any boys that think that, that. <laughs> that's not where it goes. It's not where it goes. Yeah, where like, it goes. you live with six adult men adult men i mean i'm not gonna obviously i'm gonna give them some credit they do they not all of them but there's like no, a, there was a couple that sort of were like oh really and i was like e- yeah <laughs> like they are they're not stupid but it's just like i think the education system has failed them so bad yeah, that's not their fault. they just yeah. have no but i remember i said this to you guys the other day i remember being in a sex ed lesson and they showed us um it's gonna be awful they showed us um a picture of an erect penis and they were like this is what happens um to boys and i was like okay um and no vaginas nothing that was it nothing. that was it, it was, <laughs> i guess they could be like if you want to go and have a look have a look it was just like i was just one of the, and they were like okay if this happens like because boys will get these in school sometimes and it won't be their fault so you shouldn't laugh at them <laughs> i fully remember this i fully remember they were like it won't be their fault it just happens sometimes because that is the thing they just it just yeah. in maths um like do you know what i mean but like puberty I, it just happens, which is fine. Um, but I remember them saying, and I vividly remember them being like, you can't, girls, you can't make fun of the boys if this happens because it's not their fault. And there was nothing, absolutely nothing about, like, girls on their periods, nothing about, like, you know, it's, it's awful, my womb swells to twice its size, it hurts. Like, it's not yeah. nothing. I, I just remember being like, why do we have to... I just, yeah, that was annoying. I also I think, did the condom thing. Very nice. Yeah. I do think, though, that like sex education is steered towards boys. Yeah, and I is. don't understand why. I was talking to my boyfriend about it, and he said, Oh, yeah, we had it in primary school, and the boys, and they had a whole day on it, and the girls and boys were separated all day. And the boys went and learned about wet dreams, and the girls went and learned about babies. Mm. <laughs> oh, do you know what Darcy tell us please tell us. Wait, what? Um, what I'm you? Learn about these, oh. you? <laughs> see this is what I mean I do think ch- times have changed because mm. my sister in the summer term will have like whole syllabuses dedicated to learning about sex education that's, good. that's brilliant yeah and I and I'm fortunate that I am my mum is so open with stuff to an extent the context so, like, is in year six isn't she yeah, my sister's in year six now, but my brother was also at that school, and he had the same and he had the same um, teaching. Mm. Um, so my mum is quite um, 
if you have a question, she's happy to answer. Like, she'll probably, like, die inside, but, like, she she's happy it. to answer it for yeah. you. And, like, we have jokey family conversations about stuff that is, like, wildly, like, so cringe. And it's really funny, but it's normal in my family to be talking about stuff like this. So yeah. I think my sister and my brother are going to be, like, pretty clued up. Yeah. But, yeah, my sister came home one day and um, <laughs> mum was like, what did you learn about today? Because, obviously, she knew that she'd done this lesson. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, um, I think we learned about something called... A midnight dream <laughs> and my mum was like a midnight dream she was like yeah I think that's what it's called and mum was like mm, I don't think it is called a midnight dream it makes sense but <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't think I don't think it's called midnight dream that's quite cute um yeah but I, I think it was like she was probably in like year five at the time mm. so she would have only been like nine but the fact we're like, learning about stuff like that talking about and like this is an open conversation with girls as well mm. so like they weren't broken into like boys and girls and categories it, it was an open, it's a discussion that everyone they're all having and that's how it should be because like it shouldn't be made into like boys need to learn about this girls need to learn about this we all need to learn about everything yeah. because like ultimately we're all going to be growing up together yeah. mm-hmm. so like the more clued up people are the better it is yeah absolutely and it's, it makes it less embarrassing yeah yeah completely so, i think i yeah. uh, we asked also on uh, the tbh instagram people to send in stuff my friend actually sent me something he said he he remembers in primary school they were all like outside on like the running track outside or something and they all had to run towards this big red ball <gasps> and i think it was a simulation <laughs> of um or um, you know the sperms to an productive egg. yeah sperms to an egg you're joking he was like, I just remember little that. Run towards the egg. <laughs> a big ball. What, like, they were all pretending to be little sperms? I think so. <laughs> that is so weird. That's very <laughs> weird. He didn't explain because... it. He just said that. And I was like, I assume that's what you mean. <laughs> right. Okay. But yeah. Um, so that's, that's um, what he remembers. One question so odd was, um, if you get pregnant, don't abort it. You'll go to hell. Yeah. See, this is interesting because... When I moved to sixth form, I moved to a Catholic sixth form and we used to have debate club every Thursday, but it was in like the sixth form centre. So like everyone used to be there and it used to get so heated because the topics were relevant and they were interesting. Mm -hmm. And I specifically remember one where um, the, uh, what's the guy who stands at the front of the church? What's he called? The vicar? (laughs) Yeah, the Catholic version. I just can't remember. It's escaped me. Um, he was talking about sex education in school and in Catholic schools it's really not spoken no, about probably. like because they can't you can't talk about condoms because that's a sin or something like that and wait maybe not Contra- condoms but like abortion contraception, contraception, is, contraception is frowned abortion upon is really abortion is frowned upon so you can't really talk about sex education and I was basically saying that I think it's ridiculous considering what actually happens in the school because rumours go round we know what's happening yeah so if you educated these people and treated it less like it was a sin Mm. maybe these things wouldn't actually be happening Mm. i'm not saying it's dead cert that that's going to happen but like the more educated somebody is the less likely they are to make silly mistakes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it's it's almost like they're like well we didn't teach it them, so we're not responsible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's the sort of mentality. Yeah. And 
yeah, yeah, like no, abortion it was, it was wild. is one thing that should really be addressed. Like, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's such a controversial topic, and it shouldn't be. No, no. But that's the thing: schools are schools are meant to be impartial. Teach it as mm. fact. Like yeah. in yeah. the UK, it is legal to get an abortion up to a certain amount. Yeah. Of time. Teach it as fact. Yeah, this is yeah. where you can go if you get one. You don't have to have one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It is up this to is you option. what you do. Everything yeah. has to be yeah. as an option. I think even mm. teen pregnancy should be its own topic that mm-hmm. should be taught because mm. it's going to happen to someone in your school. Oh, yeah, it'll happen to exactly. somebody, whether it's planned mm. or an accident or whatever. Yeah, mm. and like. It needs to be spoken yeah. about. Because... But like all the options, talk about abortion. Talk about what it's like to have a baby as a teenager, not from a biased yeah. perspective, from fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Because at the end of the day, like, it, this is real life. And I feel like schools are trying to make it into this false narrative that it's... Because it's almost like it's a fantasy. And it's like, like but it's keep, not. Keep the children innocent. And I'm like, that's yeah and it's like, like but they're sick that they're 15 16 they're not innocent anymore mm-hmm. they probably got blackout drunk on a bottle of vodka in a field like they're not innocent. Also, having more knowledge doesn't make you not innocent like yeah but it was that whole thing as well that your virginity is your innocence virginity is a like, construct <sighs> anyway which yeah, is stupid it's absolutely ridiculous i i i never and i feel like it should be taught like yeah so many mm-hmm. things like that aren't graphic like that are about the, yeah because i feel like everything that is to the little that we did get taught was all physical nothing emotional nothing like no about it like just, mentally nothing i think i, I just think it's yeah, yeah. it is I, it was all it's like you say it was all very very like you know sex is for reproduction and that's it mm. um and it was i think I watched a video of like birth, some woman giving birth in a biology class. And I remember watching it that. It was weird. I remember, I, I, I didn't watch because I was like, I don't want to see want- this. So what I can't yeah. get my head around is why, because I remember being, I was in like year eight, year nine. <laughs> I remember being like, if I'm like, if I was allowed to watch that, why are we not yeah. allowed to talk about like, what comes before what comes before pleasure like female pleasure to go yeah. back to the other topic yeah it's all very yeah very strange very if i can watch something come out of a vagina why can't i talk about something else it doesn't make sense <laughs> what goes what in, goes in? Yeah. <laughs> and why and the emotions behind that it's... yeah but like because like going back to the whole like masturbation stuff like it's, it's scientifically proven that like it relieves stress mm. like it's something that like women don't just do because they're like oh i'm a slut like, <laughs> like that's not what it's for <laughs> like it's there for a reason like it's a release like yeah. if you read up on it like there's stuff it, there's there's evidence to show that it's actually really beneficial and it's mm-hmm. healthy mm-hmm. one interesting response that we got from someone which i think really sums up um sex ed in the uk uh nothing about lgbt lgbt relationships but we did learn who can put a condom on a dildo the fastest blindfolded oh my god what that's really weird that's really strange so maybe to make what? it less embarrassing they made it into like a competition but yeah maybe strange. yeah but it's like it's not like it's a no. skill <laughs> in year <laughs> six i won that off. so weird for list of qualifications 
Oh, it's yeah. really odd. Thing about oh, LGBT relationships. No, it is across the board. I learned nothing. To be fair, I don't. I don't even know if that's if there is now. I have really that's for sure something that should be like. Even then, sexuality as a whole needs to be discussed as a topic because yeah. all we heard was like we. I think we had like posters up around. Yeah, school we had that was, like, like it's okay to oh be gay. Oh my god, we had pride. Oh no, I had the worst ones. They were they were awful. It was like yeah, it's not gay to be gay. That's what? stupid. I was like, it, I had posters around my school that said it's not gay to oh. be gay because people oh, used to say, gay. oh, that's gay and yeah. bad. So they tried to do, be like, oh, we're so cool. We're so like on it with the trends. Let's say really? it's not gay to be Jesus. gay. And they were everywhere. That's awful. Do you like, mm. okay. you're kind of encouraging. You're encouraging that word. Yeah. So stupid. So stupid. Whole, yeah, no, I think those... Uh, by far, there needs to be some sort of education surrounding that because people, some kids know in school if they're gay or not, and then alienate, alienating yeah. them in sex education lessons is absolutely ridiculous. I think it needs to be because I remember there being kids like that thought AIDS was only something gay people could get, and it's not. Anyone can get AIDS. <laughs> That's fine. Honestly, I think people yeah, still. But think isn't that. that ridiculous? Like, there's yeah. not, there's no yeah. education about these kinds of things. There needs to be. They're just, uh, yeah, that, that infuriates me. But even still, like, I don't know if you saw, but there's this new show called It's a Sin yes, on Channel yeah. 4 at the moment. If you haven't watched it, I highly really recommend. Um, there was a, sun, I think it was a Sun article, either a Sun or a Mirror article, it was one of the two, um, that was talking about the Bridgerton series and how steamy and sexy and amazing mm-hmm. it was. And then the, a few days later they wrote an article about It's a Sin, which is based on homosexual relationships and how disgusting and inappropriate and you don't want to watch it sort of mm. article. But they were written by the same company a few yeah. days apart. One was about a straight relationship. One was about a homosexual relationship. But it just portrayed in two complete different ways. And in my opinion, I've watched both of them. One is not any more graphic yeah. than the other. I've seen, obviously, all, all three of us have seen Bridgerton. There is full sex in Bridgerton. Yeah. Cheeks, Cheeks slapping. slapping, bro. <laughs> <laughs> On the grass. But, like, yeah, to say that that's, oh, so steamy, and then the other one's, like, too graphic. Like, it's... Yeah, too yeah. graphic, inappropriate. Yeah. And it's like, well, one is a made-up story. It's fictional. The other is a fictional what happened in the 80s. <laughs> Yeah, like the AIDS yeah. pandemic, like the AIDS crisis that happened. One is okay, but as soon as you actually bring reality into it's something, not it's not okay. It was, it was. Yeah, wild. I just think, yeah, sexuality is not taught at all. I think mm. it, maybe it's got better since we were at school because I know my brother had like they had like Pride Week and they like, had rainbow Aww. shoelaces and like. Yeah, so, cute. so like that stuff's that's really good, but we I didn't have that. See, I've literally never heard yeah. about stuff like that, and I don't oh, know. Yeah. I think I don't know whether that was just specific to his school. Maybe I, d- I don't think I knew about Pride until maybe year nine, year ten. Yeah, I don't really remember learning about. We didn't like learn about it. I just remember like some of my friends were like, "Oh, you no. Pride?" I was like, "What's that?" And it was like, What's "Yeah, that? <laughs> I know." Another. Um, so the other responses were. Someone said, literally, sex ed was non-existent. The nurse was ill and the school never rescheduled it. Oh, my God. They just didn't have any. Typical. 
And another response was, <laughs> we had a theatre group come in and do a play called Babies Having Babies. It was about teen pregnancy. Right. right. I can imagine that was uh, highly educational <laughs> and factual. It's yeah. I remember they always tried to make it like either either terrifying or just really fun so fun that you just sort of forgot yeah. what it was actually about very yeah, yeah. weird um the one was weird. in primary school absolutely nothing the only primary school i know not to do it and that's girl who went to my primary school so yeah we didn't nothing not even a mention mm-hmm. uh and then high school was just guys obsessing over the free condoms yeah see this is what i remember i remember at the, the front desk there was a bowl full of really? and boys full and they would get literally like replenished whenever it would be like gone. People would go and collect so many. They would be like, I'm just taking all of them and have bags, bags of them. And, they'd, and so half of them would be like blown up and half yeah. of them they would take home. But like, why are you having a massive bowl on the front desk it's like accessible and like you want people to have access to them but yeah. also it like at least do a proper sex education mm-hmm. class first rather than just going yeah here you are yeah here's your bowl here's yeah. your bowl of sex <laughs> yeah yeah very well the last one was how to put a condom on a banana but the teacher was too embarrassed to even teach us so she just told them to do it because she was too embarrassed That's to so actually weird. like show them how which is awful in itself the because if you're is, sat in a classroom and you have no idea and you're trying and the teacher won't teach you she just tells you to do it that's not teaching mm, anyone anything mm. that's just embarrassing people who don't yeah. know how to do it because school kids are brutal and teenagers are brutal yeah. i just think it's so difficult because like i don't think i could stand no, in front of a class and go this is how it. you do this yeah, if but that's what I mean is if you're going to have a class like this, it needs to be with someone who's a professional, who's mm-hmm. comfortable, and who's who's there for yeah, that yeah. reason. We don't want someone from PE or IT to be taken over the sex ed class because they were free that period. Like that's yeah. what I felt like yeah. it was. We like just did it in four years. Oh, what we, what teachers free? Oh, history teacher, let's bring her in like she's had sex before mm. like let's she knows what she's doing doesn't mean she's qualified in teaching a head teacher, a right. nurse. there are people who make yeah really educational videos about sex on youtube bring one of them in yeah just put up yeah. put, it on. Video put on. the youtube yeah. video yeah. on like, it doesn't make sense like it's almost like they're putting so much pressure on themselves and it just backs it just backfires. Well, it backfired for us, yeah. I think. I don't think it's necessarily like no. that anymore because obviously, like my sister's teaching has just proved that. But that, I don't know if that's happening. It really or everywhere. Like, it could be dependent know. school to school because, like, there's like yeah. like we say, we're seeing like such a different like a variety of people's education in terms mm. of like how they learn about that kind of stuff. And you know, we're it, you know a better school is probably going to teach you better information but like you said you went to a catholic um sick form it's unlikely that they taught them about condoms and stuff like that because it like encourages premarital sex so it's like mm. there's a lot of there's yeah. yeah there's a lot of it is it is just so interesting to actually like look at it on like a yeah. in like a global scale and just like sit back and like well why did i learn about this and you didn't why did you learn about that yeah. and i didn't like Surely we should all be learning about the same thing because we're going to be experiencing very similar Mm -hmm. things. So it's just very confusing. 
but that's why i think that shows like and i know um sex education on netflix i think it's an 18 if i'm honest but shows like that are kind of breaking the the barrier for that whole taboo mm-hmm. subject because it's about a high school yeah. like it needs it is to an be 18 i really don't think it should be because it's about high school i thought it was a yeah. 15 hang on it maybe it is a 15 i might be wrong is it, it is an 18 yeah yeah, 18. yeah i thought it was but my brothers watched it because my mum watched it through and my mum loves it and my mum's yeah. like well i think dexter dexter's mm. able to watch it and like he is only 14 yeah but, but it, te- it teaches you about stuff it's, it, i don't i don't i don't think it's very no. inappropriate no, show, really does it there show anything wild of, of parents who go oh no it's an 18 you can't watch that without you sort of the object of like yeah the, the whole mm. show itself like it defeats the object of it because it's, he's teaching school kids about <laughs> in uh, high school okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. you're listening to tbh the podcast we asked over on our instagram uh this week um about people's experiences with misogyny whether it's like something they've witnessed or something they've experienced themselves um and we had a few answers um which actually like quite surprised us in terms of like stuff that people had had experienced um so i got i got a few so i got um being expected to clean when um my brother's um sitting down doing nothing so i feel like a lot of that's like i hear that a lot like a lot of people are having to do stuff just because they're a girl having to help out with stuff just because they're a girl um you know even though they've got like siblings who are fully capable of doing that i know my mum always says there was 10 people living in my mum's house at one point because she's got like six siblings and their grandma lived anyway there was 10 of them and her and there's two girls five boys Mm -hmm. her and her sister had to do all of the dishes after dinner and the boys Mm. didn't help at all that's so crazy. The so two yeah. girls had to do all of the washing up for ten people, and those five, her five brothers didn't have to do it. I think what's crazy about my upbringing was kind of like the roles were kind of reversed for my parents in a way, like as in not completely reversed. Like they were always kind of up and down. So like my mum was the breadwinner in a sense. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like she was yeah. the one that brought the money in when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. My dad was the one that would plait my hair and like brush my hair and like make sure my tights were warm in the morning and Aww. would cook in the evening mm. and so like I've never really ha- felt at, in my house in any way like certain roles were dedicated to certain people because my brother cooks like I cook when I want to like yeah my sister isn't doing that at the moment but like I've never in my house felt or experienced anything where I'm like mm, that's not fair just because that I'm seems, a girl yeah I don't think I have either because, like, with my mum and dad, like, now, like, my dad, my dad works from home. My dad does all of the cleaning. Mm. My mum does all the cooking. Because my dad can't cook. We wouldn't want my dad to cook. <laughs> like, yeah. So he does all the cleaning. Mm. But my mum does, yeah. like, all the cooking and, like, the food mm. and things like that. See, like, so my like, dad works now and my mum cooks. So, like, they completely just switch roles whenever yeah. it suits them. Because yeah. it's it's not a gender role. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, the when point. I was little... When I was little, my mum stayed at home and my dad mm. went to work. But now, my dad's at home more than my mum is. Mm. Yeah. Like, even when he mm. was working in an office, he would, like, finish early. And, like, he can... My mum works in education, so she can't just take days off if, like, I'm ill or, like, whatever. So my dad would. Mm. So, it, it, like you say, it switches about, but... 
Um, I've had um, a couple more. So I've also had, um, was told I shouldn't go up ladders to hang sales material as it's a man's job. Um, Going up a ladder? Yeah. Uh, so my friend wow. uh, used to work in a in a big department store. So I'm not going to be like, oh, she wasn't. Um, so obviously she used to have to go up and hang like different sales signs and stuff. And she wasn't allowed to do it because she's not a man. I would have flicked him the Vs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can do what I want, love. Thank you. Mm, not a fan of that. I also had um, someone on my course literally tried to, man- to mansplain how it feels to feel unsafe as a woman when I am literally a woman who feels unsafe at night. I find that a lot. Like, oh, yeah. it, it does. It doesn't. You, you're not actually scared. It's like, no, I'm terrified to go anywhere yeah. on my own um, in case I get murdered. But you know, it's yeah. fine. Um, like, but that stuff like that, like, it's just normalised in our like. If for me, especially, like. I wouldn't go on a walk on my own mm. when it's dark. I just wouldn't. No. Like, if someone even suggested it, I'd be like, why would I do that? Yeah. I would do it if someone was with me. But oh, yeah. I would, if it was getting dark, I would not walk home on my yeah. own. Like, my brother but, will go on a walk to the shops at, like, nine o'clock at night in the dark by himself with his headphones in. I like, my do. housemate goes on, like, I swear to God, will go to, the t- to one end of Lincoln and back at, like, two in the morning for no other reason than just because mm. but because he's a guy he doesn't feel like he shouldn't not no. that i feel like i shouldn't i just wouldn't do it because there are so many things that happen like and I'm, I'm not saying oh god poor me it doesn't affect my life really i don't really want to be going on walks in the middle of the night no <laughs> but i'm just saying no. i wouldn't walk home from a club on my own ever. no no i just wouldn't no i know i think um my my housemate always wants to, she always wants to go out for walks at night and like mm. she does sometimes and i say to her i'm like do you want, i'm gonna come with you like you can't go by yourself mm. she's like no, no no i'll be fine and it's like terrifying she wears these massive headphones and like goes on <sighs> a walk which is like if that's what she wants to do fine and i don't want to like have to feel like i have to babysit her all the time to me but like that's scary to me yeah. like i don't but what if something awful happened yeah no mm. not a fan um, like, I don't know if you guys do this, but like, if I have to walk somewhere on my own, I will have, I will be ringing someone. Yeah. The first thing I do is, so like, when I was younger, I used to work in a pub. I swear it was probably five minutes from my house, but it was like a long straight road, and I had to cross the main road to get home. Yeah. As soon as I finished that shift, I would be ringing a friend and walking yeah. home. But it was just a reaction that I did. It wasn't because I felt like, oh, I, someone's going to pop out at me. It was just because I was like, in case. Mm. something happens somebody is on the phone yeah yeah, yeah. Like if i ever do have to walk back from somewhere mm. in the dark i'll ring someone but like i need yeah. to work at the literally the corner shop to my house so like a five minute walk mm. and but i would finish at nine o'clock at night and like yeah. i could walk home but my dad would always come and pick me up yeah yeah mm. see if my dad could pick me up he would have picked me up yeah. but there would be occasions where i couldn't yeah so i would have to walk mm. so it's just sad isn't it yeah, yeah it is um, the last one that I've got um, is um, I've literally been told I cannot be a talented writer because I'm a woman and won't experience anything important enough to write about. Oh, that's horrendous. That's awful, isn't it? Who said that? I was, one, one of my friends, um, she, she lives in America. Um, so, <laughs> But I just, um, that's just an awful thing because I know awful that that's what she's, she's like published a book of poetry. She's done like, also, but she's been told that she won't be talented enough to do anything because she's a woman. She's a woman. Isn't I that, would, I would love her 
to just boss it mm-hmm. and prove that guy wrong. Mm-hmm. She will. And, I know she and will. And like personally send him the really successful book that she's published or whatever. Mm. And, do- and like right inside, like, uh, yeah, um, just so you're aware, I've done this. <laughs> it's just, I think, what do you mean as a woman, you won't experience anything important yeah, until I write about? What does that mean? What does that mean? What are you not going to experience that, that a man... What does he count as important experiences? And why know. can't she do them, but he can? Having a Because penis. he will be the same guy that would be like, oh yeah, women are only here to have babies. Is yeah. that not important? Mm. Yeah, that's. I'd say that's a pretty important life experience that you could write about, actually. I'd say so. Also, I've seen some awful writing from men. Some absolutely awful. <laughs> awful. Awful. And I think I'm just a bit like, how can you turn around and say, mm. as a woman, you'll never be as good as a man? You can't you write as me. I really hope because he's a super famous writer. Because yeah. if not, I mean, either way, what are you talking mm. about? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're talking like, nonsense, mate. You're not even qualified to comment. Mm. No ridiculous but that's what i find is that i feel like a lot of men like that feel the need to input their opinion on stuff that is completely irrelevant to them Mm -hmm. like you don't understand so don't put your two pence Mm -hmm. in on something that you don't know about exactly keep it to yourself yeah keep your mouth shut sir Uh, that's all we've got time for this week but this that was the second episode of the second series of tbh make sure you follow us on instagram at tbh.thepodcast mm-hmm. um we want to like continue this conversation as well if so if you've got anything else to say or like you want to talk about it with us tweet us at tbh the podcast um or dm us on instagram, instagram. or um, let or us know if you want to do us to like delve into this a bit more on next mm-hmm. episode because i'm sure we've got much more we could talk about so much to say uh, we, this was yeah we re- i think we really enjoyed this tip of the iceberg, this mm, tip of the iceberg. Yeah. yeah let us know and we will see you next week bye bye <laughs> you might think i'm crazy the way i've been craving if i put it quite plainly just give me the babies so what you're doing tonight Keep it up, yeah. Cause then I like to keep you up. So maybe I'ma keep you up. I've been drinking coffee. I've been drinking coffee. And I've been eating healthy. I've been eating healthy. No one keeps squeaky. No one keeps squeaky. Saving up my energy. Saving up my energy. Can you stay up all night? Love me till the daylight. 34, 35.
like a dog, I'm inside it Even though I'm with you, you can hit it like a side chick Don't need no side, no Got the neighbors yelling earthquake 1.5 when I'm in the best shape Put it down heavy, even though it's lightweight Yeah, you started at midnight Go to the sunrise Turn out the same Snow. Ooh. Can you stay up 